Anna, my wife and I, we uh, moved from Wellington to Auckland to be part of our Auckland campus launch. And about six months ago, we were building up to launch our campus. And on the 15th of August uh, last year, we had a service with Pastor Brent Cameron. And on the 15th of August, I thought next Sunday, the 22nd, is going to be a great Sunday to have church. Little did I know that we would not be having church that next Sunday. We would be locked down in our homes for the next six months. And two weeks ago, we turned up for church and we had our first in the room service in six months. And um, it was amazing. The Spirit of God was there. Um, But now I preach the word like it's going to be my last message that I'm ever going to deliver. I I preach it like, oh, am I ever going to get another chance? And so with that in mind, I was preparing for this message today, preparing in the thought that if this was my last message I was ever going to preach, what would I say? And, uh, you know, every preacher thinks that their message is the most important message that they've got to preach. Every preacher in the world will tell you that. But I believe that God has put a message on my heart for us today that is going to stir us, it's going to encourage us, it's going to challenge us in the times that we're living in. And I want to invite you to not just lean in with your head today, but to lean in with your heart, no matter where you're joining us, and allow God to, to move in your heart today. Um, we just come off a summer holiday in New Zealand, and uh, summer is great in New Zealand. It's been a very hot summer, and we've been hitting up some good beaches around the place. Uh, we've been hitting up some uh, hot spots. Takapuna Beach in Auckland's great. We've been at Matapori Beach in uh, Tutakaka, a Castle Cliff Beach in Wanganui. Uh, yeah, maybe not so much a hot spot there, but it's still a beach nonetheless. And um, one of the things that you do on summer is that you swim in the ocean, and you, you, uh, you swim in the ocean, and we were recently at Matapori Beach, and we got to, we, we went on a holiday there, and we ran, the first thing we did, just got to the beach, dropped all of our towels, deck chairs, don't assemble anything, but just boost it down straight into the ocean, and I'm a notorious body surfer, I'm very good at body surfing, and in fact, my children think that I look like Thomas the Tank Engine when they see me coming through the waves, <laughs> Just this big bald head and a white, you know, just whitewash all around me, just drifting through the waves like that. And I'm, ve- I'm very good at it. Um, but we, we do the body surfing and, and it's very exciting. And we were swimming on this first day and it was just after the eruptions that happened um, in the Pacific Ocean, the, the volcanic eruption. So the, the, the tide was quite strong. And we were swimming in the sea and we were swimming for less than five minutes when realizing that we had actually drifted uh, about 100 meters down the beach from where we'd actually entered into the ocean. So we, we turned around, we looked back at the, sh- the shore, and we're like, wow, our towels and everything we've left, we've, we've drifted so far in such a short amount of time. So we got out again, and I'm usually good for one swim. I just, after that, I'm good, you know, I'm just going to lie on the beach. But the kids, of course, they jump back into the ocean, and they run straight back in front of us. But then sure enough, within five minutes, they've drifted on the tide. Now, I'm watching them, but they've, they've drifted without even knowing it. And the place where they'd entered the tide to where they were now, they'd completely drifted without even realizing it. And it got me thinking about where we've been at as a world in this last season. Where we've been at, even in our faith, 
in this last season. It has been incredibly easy to drift. From the place where we entered to the place where we are now, we have drifted without even realizing it. We drift in our faith. We drift in our expectations. We drift in our passion. We drift in our hopes and our dreams. And today, the purpose of my message is to call us back from the drift in our hearts. The purpose of my message is to call us back from the drift that happens so easily in the times that we live in. Look, I'll be honest, I know for me personally, in this last few months, it's been so easy to drift. Never before have we been watching the news to determine what's going to be how, how, what's going to be our future. We've been looking for 1 p.m. announcements. We've been looking at modeling that are going to tell us that there's going to be thousands of cases. And we've been drifting in our trust. But I believe that today God is calling us back from the drift in our lives. And the title of my message today, the title of my message today is very, very simple. It's very simple. That in the middle of the drift of our lives, I, I wanted to deliver a simple message to us today. And the title of my message is this, God is faithful. God is faithful. Can you say that with me? God is faithful. Now come on, declare it over your life today. God is faithful. Where you are watching today, God is faithful. God is faithful. I felt like God knock on my heart through this simple illustration that in the drifts of the currents of our lives, that when life is trying to steal us from the presence and the power and the anointing and the purpose of God for our lives, we can drift. We can drift in our trust. We can drift in our belief. But today, God is calling us back to the truth of our faith, that we serve a loyal, firm, committed, unmovable God, an unmovable God. And today, friend, he stands on the shore of your life and he's calling you back from the drift. We must be reminded today that God is faithful. I want to call us back today and remind us that God is faithful to his word. God is faithful to his church. God is faithful to his promises. Hey, listen to me today, friend. God is faithful to you. God is faithful to you. That even when we drift, the Bible actually says that when we are faithless, God is faithful and I don't know where you are in the currents of your life today, but you need to know that God is faithful. So let's open the Word of God today. Oh, I feel the presence of God here. Let's open the Word of God today and let it pull us back. We're not pulling back through human thought. We're not pulling back through motivational speaking. We're being pulled back by the truth of God. So are you ready today? We're going to do some Bible here, and it's going to pull us back in our hearts. Psalm chapter 89, verse 1 to 8. I will sing of the Lord's great love forever. With my mouth, I will make your faithfulness known through all generations. I will declare that your love stands firm forever, that you have established your faithfulness in heaven itself. Who is like you, Lord God Almighty? You, Lord, are mighty, and your faithfulness surrounds you. Lamentations 3 verse 22, the faithful love of the Lord never ends. His mercies never cease. Great is his faithfulness. His mercies begin afresh each morning. I say to myself, 
The Lord is my inheritance, therefore I will hope in him. James chapter 1, verse 16. Don't be misled, my brothers and sisters. Whatever is good and perfect is a gift coming down from our Father in heaven, who created all the lights in the heavens. He never changes or casts a shifting shadow. He chose to give birth to us by his true word. And we, out of all creation, have become his prized possession. Hebrews chapter 13, verse 8. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. 2 Timothy verse 11. This is a trustworthy saying. If we die with him, we will also live with him. If we endure hardship, we will reign with him. If we deny him, he will deny us. If we are unfaithful, he remains faithful. For he cannot deny who he is. God is faithful and that's who he is. Let me give you a definition of what faithfulness means. What it means to be faithful means to be firm in devotion to. Firm in devotion to. God is firm in his devotion to you. I'm going to say that again because I think that it might wash over us, but God is firm in his commitment to you. God is firm in his loyalty towards you. God is firm in his devotion towards you. You know, God does not have up and down days towards you. I have some friends who are sports fans, and I only hear from my friends who are sports fans when their team is winning. You know what I mean? I'll hear from them when their team wins, but when they lose, you never hear from them. It's just like, just crickets. It's like Warriors fans. You hear when they're winning, everyone's a Warriors fan when they're winning, but when they're not, you don't hear from them. God is not like a sports fan who rides up on your good results but leaves you on your down days. God is faithful. What it means to be loyal is that He is with you on the mountains and He is with you in the valley. Today, God is faithful over your life. He is loyal towards you. He is is faithful. He is unmoving. And when I read this verse in Hebrews chapter 13, verse 8 recently, that Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. He's the same God that delivered the the Israelites out of the Red Sea. That's the same God that is faithful towards you today. And the same God that provided yesterday is going to provide for you today and in the future. You need to remind yourself today that God is faithful. You know, for our church community, it's been a very unpredictable time. People have been, have drifted. And we can it, find it so easily to drift in the tides of our lives. I was talking to a nurse this week who told me that 54 nurses had resigned in the last few months because of the pressure that's been on, the, on them in Auckland. And for, I, I don't know who I'm talking to, to today, but you know, we can often doubt the faithfulness of God. But you know, what I've realized is that about the faithfulness of God, it's not like we are willingly unfaithful towards God. When we jump into the tide, when we, when we live our lives, I think about my kids, when they jump into the ocean and they drift on the current, they don't do it because they're unfaithful towards their dad. They don't say, dad, I'm gonna be unfaithful towards you, I'm gonna drift. They don't do that. And we don't drift in life 
because we're unfaithful to God. But I think most of us want to love God and, and we, we want to know Him and that we want to worship Him and we, we want to love God. We want to be in relationship with Him, but we don't drift because of our unfaithfulness. We drift because of our forgetfulness. My kids forget where they are in the tides of life and they forget where they are in relation to, to me as their father. And they need to be reminded of the amazing things. You know, the Israelites get a bad rap for complaining and grumbling in the desert, but God kept them singing the same song that they'd always sung, that they were to be led out, when they were led out of that Red Sea, God reminds them of that song. It was the same song on repeat. And sometimes I think we're just like the Israelites, because we'll drift in our lives and doubt the faithfulness of God, doubt the goodness of God, and we'll forget those moments that we had in His presence. I remember a RISE conference six months ago where God impacted my life and I was changed in a moment. But then two weeks later, I'll have forgotten. And today, I believe that God wants us to remember the prophecies that have been spoken over our lives. He wants to, us to remember the scriptures that have been declared over us from when we were, in, when we were very young. There's been people that are hearing my voice today that have been part of um, ministry moments in your life where you've had a word, a seed of faith given to you, and you've drifted from that seed. But God, I believe, wants to re remind you and for you to remember, remember that today. God is faithful over your life today. Come on, let's give God praise. He is faithful. It's funny because as Christians, I think that we think that we take too much on ourselves to find faith. You know, I think as Christians, we need to be positive in this world and we need to be world changers. And I understand that. We need to have faith. But we need to understand that God, God had faith for us before we even needed faith for Him. Yeah. Ephesians chapter 1 verse 4 to 5 says this, even before He made the world, God loved us and chose us in Christ to be holy and without fault in His eyes. God decided in advance to adopt us, in advance to adopt us into His own family by bringing us to Himself through Jesus Christ. Now that is the gospel. That's the gospel right there. That before you're good, God was good to you. Before you're faithful to God, God is faithful to you. But I think sometimes we're like, I need to find it out of thin air. I need to find faith from somewhere. But find faith in this today, that God loves you, and He is confident, and He is assured about you. Let's read this verse again. The faithful lo love of the Lord never ends. His mercies never cease. Great is His faithfulness. His mercies begin afresh each morning. So did you see that? So his, his, his faithfulness is there. And then what does he say next? He says, then I will say to myself, the Lord is my inheritance. Therefore, I will hope in him. I don't get hope and then realize the faithfulness of God. I understand the faithfulness of God in my worst days, in my drift of my life, in my doubts, in my fears. I don't get cleaned up to take a bath. God is faithful towards me. God is faithful. It gives me great hope. And today, I want to call us back in our hearts from the drift in our lives. I want to re remind us of what God is faithful to. Because there are some things that God 
is faithful to that, have, that we need to become, we need to understand. Because we need to rem- remind ourselves today, we need to remind ourselves that what God is faithful to has stood the test of time. Despite societal change, despite wars and famines and earthquakes and global events, these things have stood the test of time. And we as Christians, we need to find these things and remind ourselves again that God is faithful. Firstly, God is faithful to His Word. I want to remind you today that God is faithful to His Word. The Word that God has spoken over your life, God is faithful to to perform it. Listen to this verse, Isaiah 55 verse 11. It is the same with my Word. I send it out and it always produces fruit. It will accomplish all I want it to. What are the words that have been spoken over your life? God is faithful to His Word. God is faithful. He is strong towards it. He is loyal to it. He is firm in His devotion to it. Secondly, God is faithful to His name. John chapter 14, verse 13. I will do whatever you ask in my name so that the Father may be glorified in the Son. God is faithful to His name. When you declare the name of Jesus over your family, when you declare the name of Jesus over your workplace, God is faithful to His name. When you declare the name of Jesus, God is faithful. Say it with me. God is faithful. God is faithful. God is faithful over my life. God is faithful to His name. God is faithful to His word. God is faithful to His name. God is faithful to His promises. God is faithful. Did you know that there was a study on the promises of God in the Bible? A guy did a study over a year and a half. And he found a grand total of 8,810 promises in the Word of God. Now, then we read in Psalm 145, verse 13, your kingdom is an everlasting kingdom. Your dominion endures through all generations. The Lord is faithful to his promises. So he's faithful to every 8,810 promises in the word of God. God is faithful. God is faithful. Now, listen, God is faithful to his word. God is faithful to his name. God is faithful to his promises. When you declare the promise of God over your life, over your family, God is faithful to it. The next most important thing is that God is faithful to His church. I'm going to say that again. God is faithful to His church. Christ loved the church and gave Himself up for her so that He might present the church to Himself in splendor without spot or wrinkle or blemish. The gates of hell will not prevail against the church. Listen, society is going to say that the church is on the wane, but God is faithful to His church. And what He is faithful to will never end. It will never cease. And the gates of hell will not prevail against it. The church will live on. And finally, God is faithful. God is faithful to His Word when you declare it over your life. God is faithful to His name when you speak the name of Jesus. God is faithful to every promise in His Word when you declare them over His life. God is faithful to His church, His holy church. It's never going to run out. In the drift of life, when you feel like, oh, I don't know, I don't know know about church. I don't know about gathering together. God is faithful to His church. And finally, God is faithful to His people. 
God is faithful to his people. 1 Thessalonians 5 verse 24, faithful is he who called you and he will also bring it to pass. Let me read this verse over you in Deuteronomy chapter 7. Let me read this over you today. Deuteronomy chapter 7. And I want to read it. God is faithful to his people, i.e. God is faithful to you. (laughs) God is loyal towards you and he's devoted to you. Deuteronomy 7 verse 7. The Lord did not set his heart on you and choose you. He didn't choose you, Nathan. He didn't choose you, Jane. He didn't choose you, Sarah. Because you were more numerous than the other nations. For you were the smallest of all nations. Does anybody ever feel small sometimes in life? For you were the smallest of all nations. Rather, it was simply that the Lord loves you. And he was keeping the oath he has sworn to your ancestors. That is why the Lord rescued you with a strong hand from your slavery and from the oppressive hand of Pharaoh king of Egypt. Understand therefore that the Lord your God is indeed God. He is faithful who keeps his covenant for a thousand generations and lavishes his unfailing love on those who love him and obey his commands. Hear it over your life today that God is faithful towards you. Be encouraged today. Be uplifted and strengthened in your heart. Go back to your workplace tomorrow. Wake up in your bed tomorrow morning and say, God is faithful over my life. God is faithful over my life. God God is faithful to his word, his name, his promises, his church and his people. But this is where it sticks. This is what's important for us to realize today. As we gather as his church, wherever you are. You know, when we drift in life, when we drift from the faithfulness and, and the trust that we once had in God, where we're a long way from where we entered, where we're a long way from that moment, that first love. When we drift, we need to understand that with God, let me put you back in the illustration of the beach. (laughs) Where we are on the beach, I don't pack up all of my beach towels and move all of my deck chairs. I don't move down the beach for my children who have drifted. I wave them back to me and they come back to me. They return to me. They come to me. Sometimes I think that we want God to come on our drift and be at our level. And and, and society needs to change, the church needs to change with the times. The church, you know, God needs to change with the times. But we need to realize today that God doesn't change with the times. The times change with God. On our drift, when we drift in life, we need to actually raise up our hands and say, I need to return to God. In our hearts, we can drift. And we can put our trust in government announcements and modeling, and the future is determined by the economy, or the future is determined by people that are going to predict things that are never going to happen. But today we, we call back, we, we come back, 
And you know, this is what Jesus says. He says, come to me. Come to me. All you who are weary, all you who are heavy laden, all you who have drifted. Today, no matter where you are, I just want to call you back and say that God is faithful. God is faithful over your life. There's people that I'm speaking to today that have had a dream and a passion for God once in your life. But now you find yourself drifted on the tide of pressure and anxiety and worry and and stress. I just want to call you back today and say God is faithful over your life. He is faithful to the words that have been spoken over you. There's leaders that are hearing the sound of my voice today that have plunged themselves into the call of God over their lives. And maybe right now, that fire is an ember. That fire that was once a fire is now an ember in your life. Today, God is blowing on that. He's saying, I am faithful. I am faithful. Return to me. God's not going to move down the beach for you. You've got to move back up the beach for God. So where are you today? Where are you today in your heart? I wonder, wherever you are today, wherever you're joining me in in this room today, can we stand to our feet all over this room? Whether you're watching online, whether you're in the room today, I want us to close our eyes in the presence of God. And I want us to arrest the drift that's happened. I want us to come back to the faithfulness of God, which are new every morning. Maybe in this place, you're saying today, I've drifted in my heart. Maybe today you're watching online and you're saying, I've drifted. I just want you to take one hand, both hands, just raise them before God today. Just lift them high in the air and say, God, I wanna, I'm returning to you today. Lift them high. You know, as soon as we take a step towards God, He comes running towards us. Take a step of faith today. God is faithful to you. Before we ever accepted Him, He accepted us. So today, God, We ask in every room, in this room today, that we would remember, we would remember the faithfulness of God. We would remember, Lord, that you are faithful to the word. You are faithful to your name. You are faithful to your promises over our lives. You are faithful to your church. You are faithful to your people. And God, we run back to you today. We step out of the tides of worry and the tides of the currents of anxiety and the the pressures and the stresses that this world would throw at us. And we say, God, we return to you for only you are faithful. You are faithful. You are loyal in your devotion. No matter where you are today, whether you're in this room, whether you're watching online, you need to know that God loves you. He is and his plans are for a hope and a future for you.